Welcome to the Bad and Bitchy Podcast. I'm Erin. And I'm Erica. And Erica, we need to talk about Kanye West. You know, I've been, I have literally been dreading this. I really have. It, in our own conversations, the number of times where we've kind of like pushed this off and then also said, I just don't want to talk about him because it it was just never ending and there are just so many complicating factors to it uh particularly the mental health aspect because that seems unfair um for some of his behavior some of it but i think now it's just kind of crossed into the realm where it's like these the things we're talking about aren't related to mental health anymore. Okay, Eric's seeing my face. That's what's happening. <laughs> no, I was getting there. I was getting there. <laughs> because I feel like I feel like he manipulates everybody. And I feel like he uses mental health in that manipulation. And I don't know what's true and what's not. Mm-hmm. So until I know differently, I'm just like, I feel like you're manipulating everybody. That's more my thing. Sure, but like, I don't not know to that. say that he can't have mental health issues. Yes, but we always do this when somebody, you know. Yeah, especially because untoward. He's also publicly said that he goes off his medication for his bipolar disorder, and so like, uh, is, is that manipulation or is that him trying to like? quote unquote, become his fully artistic self. And are those intertwined? I don't really know. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, we actually do not know. Yeah. And that's the problem. Like, I, I don't want, just because I feel like, but then again, if I say, oh, I feel like Kanye has been like this forever, then maybe that does give credence to a mental health type situation not saying it's all mental health but that that kind of maybe that makes hit you know the highs and lows bigger mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah, like maybe I, he'd be doing all this stuff but it wouldn't be as the aggressive swing. yeah 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 maybe like maybe the the that part yeah I could totally see that being a mental health issue Mm -hmm. otherwise he's this is going to be an episode about how black people can parade white supremacy too and can be white supremacists I know blowing people's minds right (laughs) yeah I think that's a great place to start and I don't know if you want to maybe unpack that for folks I will okay so um, there's been um, a lot of sort of stuff in the media about pretendians, right? So people, white people who pretend to be indigenous and has falsely claimed indigenous identity of some kind, right? And it seems to happen a lot in academia, I find. Like, it's always some, like, academic or something. And I think it's just because of the way they are recruited. So, you know, preference is probably given to 
you know, Black, Indigenous, BIPOC people um, talking about our own sort of communities and cultures rather than white people telling us who we are or telling other white people who we are. And what I find is that when it's found out, people are like, oh, but they did so many great things. And I feel like that's akin to sort of Kanye. Kanye, oh, but he's such a great musical talent. And I just want to say, I think Kanye is one of the best musical talents of his generation. Yes. Right. If not the best. Okay. So that is something um, I've heard good things about his latest album, Donda. But I think I stopped listening to Kanye after 2018 when he rubbed up with Donald Trump. Because all I saw, what I see from Kanye is a man who, who covets um whiteness and white approval and uh, there are a lot of black men out there who do that a lot of them so um coming back to the whole pretendian thing um i had uh i wrote a tweet on blackness and what is considered black because i saw indigenous people um talking about the community has to recognize you over time as one of their own. Only your community can tell you who, you, you know, can accept you or reject you, which is completely different from like white people and who came up with blood quantums and um, one drop rules, right? That is usually how our identities have been politically um, determined. So I think what's really, this is y'all, I just, so Patty Kravak, Kravak, Patty's going to kill me because I kind of butchered her last name, wrote a, um, a book called Becoming Kin. And she was at the Ottawa Writers Festival yesterday and I went to go see her. And she talked about relationships and community and identity in a sort of same way I'm talking about it. And, and we've had these discussions that it is your community who determines whether or not you belong to them. Not policy, not white government agents, not white people. Um, it's, it's sort of like this negotiation between yourself and community, right? So Kanye, I feel, has been kicked out of the Black community since 2018. Yeah, I think I just want to like quickly interject and like clearly identify this difference. You're speaking about being a member of a community, not that he isn't quote unquote literally black. Well, that's the thing. What is black, right? Well, I think I think I think for some people it's like the distinction may be confusing because like obviously he's black because he has his skin color is black. Ah, and what I'm saying is that is not the only marker of black. Yeah. And I think that as we're coming to the ex-chancellor um, of the exchequer, okay, he is a good example of a black man who's not black to say. And Liz Truss just resigned today, people. We're, we're, it's Thursday, October 20th. So I have that fresh in my head. So when it comes to blackness, as it comes to when you get to the lighter skin, blackness, that that becomes a really important thing. 
Black people just don't accept you because you're Black. And the idea of what Blackness is becomes an issue now because of Black people who are parading white supremacy. And I think that a great example of this is Drake. Oh, girl. Ow. You really know to just bring it out of me. You know me so well. Erin <laughs> knows my triggers, everybody. And she uses, she needles me with them. And I know she's doing it, but I'm like, ah, it's for the good. It's for the greater good. No, but I think, but like typically when we talk about people who come from marginalized backgrounds who are kind of sidling up and partnering with white supremacy, we, we talk about proximity to whiteness, right? And so Drake is someone who doesn't necessarily, isn't necessarily a white supremacist, but he benefits from proximity to whiteness, both in terms of his skin color and uh, the systems in which he works. Yes. Yes. Drake is, Drake, <laughs> Drake is an, an ostensibly Black man, which I have questions about. Not to say that he's not biologically black, okay? And I, of course, he is. His, his dad's black, and ac- according to the one drop rule, you're black. But Drake uses blackness to make money when he doesn't talk for black issues. What did Drake say about George Floyd? I don't remember Drake even featuring in this conversation or about anti black racism. Drake has said nothing. What about the Toronto police? Drake has said nothing. Oh, but he'll show up at every Raptors game for mm-hmm. his brand. Do it for the grab. And that's why I don't like Drake. I don't like Drake. Because Drake parades blackness around just like white people. Honestly. I feel like Eminem is blacker than Drake. Well, I mean. Yes, I said yeah. it. Yes, but also like, is Drake even good anymore? No. I would argue no. no. I don't know what fucking Drake raps like it's still 2012. Mm. And I don't get that. Yes. This emo hip hop is not for me. It's not for, it's like, bruh. Let Frank Ocean do his thing. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Where's Frank? You know, two, two artists I want to hear from. And one of them is not Drake uh, or none of them is Drake. Frank Ocean and Rihanna. That's what, that's who I want to hear from. I don't want another Drake album. Do I want another skeptical? Unless he's going back to like the take care vibes. Yes, I could do that. Okay. And I love, I did love how Drake kind of brought in Afro beats to white people who didn't know nothing. Great. Okay. I'm over it. Bye. Mm -hmm. If you have no commentary on the situation of the world today, look, even MIA air had a commentary it was the wrong one but it was one okay yeah, i respect her more than i respect drake let's put it that way <laughs> even though no i'm so serious you know even though she's made anti-black comments it, I, which is funny because her kid is like a quarter black okay so i don't even i don't even get that but whatever um but but black men covet white acceptance the higher up the socioeconomic ladder they go period don't at me i y'all know it's true black women know this is true i mean 
you can see it when, you know, there's all these influencers, black influencers who are mostly light skinned, right? Uh-huh. That's so. not by accident. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as black men move up that socioeconomic ladder, they covet lighter and lighter skinned women until you get to white. Because the white woman is the ultimate prize. You know, women being possessions and stuff like that. So let's uh, let's unpack. Oh, we unpacked a lot. I know. Can you believe this is free, Erin? <laughs> Honestly, what a gift to the world. So let me break. We will do a commercial break for us. I know this is new. So um, I would like to know where any of you will get this part of unpacking in, you know, that focuses on Canadian politics. Not only that, we also do stuff on American and British politics. So we knew that school board trustees were coming for Canada, like right-wing school board trustees, the far right. We knew they were coming, or the Christian right, uh, same thing. As I think for, for an example, there's literally, you know, as we're in the midst of the Ottawa municipal election, there's a sign not far from my house for someone running for, the, for a school board trustee, and it says, education, not indoctrination. Exactly. And didn't we talk about that when we were talking about Virginia and all of this stuff? Yes, we did. Was that not a, like a year ago? Yes, it was. Okay. So all this to say, you get really deep, good deep dives with show notes, by the way, meaning that we document basically almost everything we say so that you can follow along or if you have any sort of questions or maybe you're going to challenge us on some things, which is fine. Um, You can, I would suggest that show notes are where you go first, because then you could say, okay, the article said this or something like that. So all this you get in a bad and bitchy subscription. You can also gift a subscription. People, It is almost Scorpio season, which means it's almost my birthday. Mm. And obviously you don't have to give gift me a subscription, but please gift a subscription in my name. How about that? Yeah. So head over to badandbitchy.com to become a subscriber or to gift a subscription. And there you go. Also, we are in renewal season. So renew your subscription too. Kanye West showed his latest collection at Paris Fashion Week. Um, This is where the infamous White Lives Matter um, garments were uh, paraded. Paraded. I want to like in. I feel like garment got stuck in your throat. (laughs) I was going to say collection and I was like, that's not a collection. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> someone went to fucking bang on and fucking you know melted on these fucking letters onto this sweatshirt like t-shirt like not I know ostensibly it's fashion by definition but it's also not it's the lowest of like it totally is it's like oh geez and then in addition to these you know t-shirts and what have you one of the worst people in the world, Candace Owens, was parading around in them. 
did she walk in the show? I'm not sure. I don't. Yo, you know who did? You know who did walk in the show? Lauren Hill's daughter. Yes. I was like, Um, what happened here? Just so we're clear, it's Ms. Lauren Hill. Okay. Oh, right, right, right. That's that's right. That's right. And she will show up when she goddamn well feels like it. It doesn't matter if her show is four hours delayed. I know. I was I was I was present for one of her late shows. And then the music started and I forgot she was late. Mm. That's 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 terrible. I know mm-hmm. this is why she does it. because. She- <laughs> <laughs> um, and then this collection was shown in the midst of a very public battle with both the Gap and Adidas about continuing his contracts with them, while also very um, strange and public custody issues with Kim Kardashian, all kind of culminating in several days of anti-Semitic tweets and conspiracies being spewed both on Instagram and Twitter, both of which have suspended his accounts. <sighs> but I think really the, the cherry on top of this shit Sunday was his appearance on Tucker Carlson, um, where he continued to spew all of these comments and conspiracies. And, and I think that, uh, I think people are generally done with him. Um, and honestly, part of me is like, what took so long? For his repudiation, like widespread repudiation you're yeah. talking about? Because like the, this sort of behavior has really just been somewhat ongoing. It's really escalated as of late, but this was really the straw that broke the camel's back for a lot of people which tells me a lot about other people, but we'll get into that. Okay, so here's the thing. I feel like Black people left Kanye in 2018. Yeah. The slavery was a choice thing. We're like, oh, brana. Mm-hmm. And that was like around the same time he met with Trump. And once I saw his jigaboo ass, like <laughs> fucking tap dancing for Trump, I was done, okay? Done. The last album I ever listened to featuring Kanye like West album was in 2017 at 2018 I was done so I didn't really pay attention to 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 yay he's yay now by the way like cocaine yes so Kanye is like like I hear stuff and I just let it go by you know what I mean but the repudiation came from his anti-semitism not his Mm anti-blackness everybody Mm -hmm. was fine with white lives matter going down a Paris runway. But yeah. as soon as he made anti-Semitic comments, everybody was like, oh, we got to cancel him now. Yeah. Which means he won't get canceled. But that, but it was also, and I know that you want to talk further about this, but I'm going to put a little marker here now, but also his her- very public harassment and treatment of Kim Kardashian. Yes. And Pete Everyone Davidson. was fine with it. Yeah. Everyone. And you know why they were fine with it. We, we talked about this off mic. They were fine with it because every, I bet you 90% of people were like, ah, she deserves it because ah, she's an attention seeker. And they all, and there's a good amount of people who, who also think she's a whore. But then there's also people who are just like, well, that's not my business, which like, you that's know what, what they say when they don't want business. to admit their misogyny. 
it okay. isn't our business. Like, quite frankly, it's not. And we should be minding our business, but he's making it our business and putting it out in the public and telling us who he is. Exactly. 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 It's like Christopher Freeland's um, alleged Nazi grandfather. Okay. Or proven Nazi grandfather. I don't know which one you want to choose. Right. Nobody would be talking about it if she didn't bring it up. Not that he was a Nazi, but that he was so instrumental in her political upbringing. And when you see her parade anti-Blackness like she did, like then it's kind of like you go back to the grandfather, right? With Kanye, like when I saw the Kim Kardashian shit, I was like, oh, more Kanye shit. And then I'm and then I saw Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah really broke this down really nicely, but it's, it's, it's more than harassment. There's something very sinister about it. Like she leaves and he just ramps up the abuse. And I'm pretty sure a lot of women know what that's like. If you cannot stick up for Kim Kardashian against Kanye, then I don't know what you're doing. Listen, I'm I could go into white woman. Black but. man, da 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 da, racial shit, but that's not it. That ain't it. What is it is that he has been abusing her and harassing her. Harassment is abuse, by the way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everybody went, meh, that bitch deserves it. I'm tired of seeing her anyway. That's pretty much it. That's what I feel like it, it was. It was a collective shrug. Yes. And then, like, I've, literally seen people on my Instagram specifically publicly denounce Kanye because of his anti-Semitism. And if you were still like all up in the church of literal, not the literal church of Kanye, because let me get, don't get me started on that fucking Donda Academy for children. Uh, What? Oh yeah, he's got a little school for kids and it's run by someone who doesn't even have an education degree. Who's never even been a teacher. Who the fuck is sending their kids to Kanye West school? Never mind. I mean, it's ostensibly a cult. I'm going to use that as a segue. Put a pin to that. The cult part. Go ahead. Yeah, so it just, it just tells me a lot that like, they don't care about the anti-blackness. They don't care about the misogyny and but because and this just reminds me so much of the Sarah Silverman thing where she's just like oh I don't see all these people denouncing Kanye West for his comments because she is Jewish and she's personally now being attacked by so the Jewish woman who was in blackface said what yeah okay Sarah Silverman is anti-black did you listen don't fuck with black Twitter, okay? And she fucked with black Twitter. Ellen Barkin had to come in and say, girl, don't you follow black Twitter? By the way, I hear Ellen Barkin is a real one. Black Twitter loves Ellen Barkin. So the call, I think, I think, I think there's a bigger thing happening with Kanye. I think he is, I think what we have to really look at this is in a bigger picture. And, and, and basically Kanye West just bought parlor or is it, or is in the middle of negotiations for parlor. Oh, sorry. 
in the middle of negotiations for Parler. And if you think of what's happening with our media, um, Peter Thiel and, and Kanye have had discussions and we know, is he the one from LinkedIn? Peter Thiel, no. Or is it Apple? Anyway, tech bro. I can't remember which company. Is it? Fa- oh, well, there you go. He's on the board at Facebook. He's on the board at Facebook. He's a huge Republican donor. Right. And he's a huge white supremacist. Yeah. Okay. So at the end of the day, what you're seeing is this confluence of money um, really, really underpinning all of this. And what Kanye West has, he got his marching orders from his alt-right friends um, or far-right friends, sorry, because that's who he hangs out with now, Candace Owen. Whose husband is the CEO of Parler. Uh-huh. How useful. And basically, they're getting black faces to parade their whites, to sell their white supremacy. And what better salesman than Kanye West? It's brilliant. I would be impressed if I weren't so scared. The um, intel, uh, I think it's New York Mag, intelligencer part. Anyway, I'll put the link in show notes. They have a really good piece about this bigger, this bigger look. And the House Judiciary Republicans tweeted Kanye, period, Elon, period, Trump, period. That's the axis of evil, my friend. The axis of evil. So the point being that all of these men who parade around in white supremacy are, are, are influential in communications mm. and the way we communicate. In fact, they will own the means of communication. What do you think is going to be communicated? And how do you think that is serving fascism, Christian right, far right, who are all one at this point. That is the bigger picture. He is their best emissary. Only white people listen to Kanye now. I'm interested to find out how many like normie Republicans are like downloading Kanye's music. A lot of them. Those like country Kenny Chesney, whatever Gwen Stefani's husband's name is. Oh, Blake Shelton? Yeah. You know, all those folks. Are they all just suddenly like, I love hip hop? I think it's like, I don't love hip hop. It's more like, we love Kanye. Mm -hmm. No matter what. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think it's more like that. Because, you know, you can't love all the N-word with the hard R. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're saying it anyway. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. You know what? Hell, Sarah Silverman said it. <laughs> yeah, I saw that on Black Twitter and I was like, oh, I didn't know. I did not know. Listen, for any racist out there, if you have a public profile and you think that nobody's noticing your racism, Black people will always notice your racism, no matter who you're being racist against. 
because black people will always stick up for others against racism. The reverse is not true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Yeah. And then Jesse Brown. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. Who who's like, I don't see what Sarah Silverman did that was so bad. Fool. Like, anyway. Okay. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It's not surprising. I think in this whole incident with the anti-Semitism is that I was kind of shocked, but not surprised. I wasn't surprised at all. But I, I think I'm more shocked by like the actual yeah, latent. That, yes, it's the blatancy that's shocking. Yeah. Right? I think the fact is we are in this time now where blatant acts of 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 oppression discrimination are becoming more and more acceptable and you know the liberals who opened the door for this and the moderates who opened the door to this ain't gonna do nothing yeah and and i mean the fact of the matter is that kanye west has been telling us who he is for a while now for like five fucking years i I feel refused to pay attention I feel like West Kanye West went to shit around the time we started this podcast. Mm-hmm. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Because I remember feeling a wee bit guilty for listening to whatever he released in 2017. The Life of Pablo? No, no, no. That was, no. That was before. Yeah. There was like some mini thing in 2017 or 18. And I remember feeling guilty for listening to it. Yeah. So he's been bad for a while. Is it worth trying to reconcile the difference between the artist and the art here? I hate that you brought that up because I thought about that. And I'm like, I hope we don't talk about this. (laughs) I don't have a clear. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I what feel do you like, think? What do you I, think? I feel like there needs to be like a bit of a cooling off period before I ever go back. And I think if I go back, it's mostly to like the old school, you know, uh, college dropout, late registration. Type. No, I'm not getting rid of what I no, already I know, but have. Like, but, I, but, but I mean, like, in, but even like, I don't listen to Chris Brown, right? Like, I refuse to listen to Chris Brown. Does he have some bops? Sure does. Yo. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> he has some great songs. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Oh, no, he does. Sorry, like, he does. That's, like, facts are facts. But I don't listen to Chris Brown. Because, like... I don't know. I, I, I feel like this is very personal. And I don't know what to say. I feel like it's a sliding scale. Yeah, I think, and I think, you know, if you. This is all to get me out of any sort of accountability. No, but I think even (laughs) with like, with like movies, right? Like, Hmm. um, you know, when there's like all of these fucking problematic ass fuck directors and actors. But what about the movies themselves? Nobody is saying shut, nobody's, Nobody's talking about shutting down, like, or canceling 
godfather, the godfather or goodfellas who use the n-word very yeah liberally no but right? i mean i mean in terms of like woody allen oh no right no. Like, the last movie i saw was vicky christina barcelona and that was it i really liked that movie it was a great movie a really good movie so i think i think it just depends and i one i personally think it's for me easier to watch movies and stuff with these problematic sorry by specifically problematic um directors because you can really just be like okay like I know that you're a piece of shit and I know that like where this is kind of coming from and I I struggle a little bit little bit with that with music just because it's repetitive uh, I think that's sorry? what it is I think it's because it's repetitive yeah. Like you're going to listen to a song over and over and over and over. Yeah. You're not you're, necessarily you're, you're revisiting a movie because of a, you're, you're doing research or whatever you're in. You're there for like a couple hours and that's it. You're there for a couple of hours. Even if you love Moulin Rouge. Okay. It's going to take you longer to watch it 30 times than it is going to take to listen to a song 30 times. And you just, you have more op- audio as a passive medium and right? you're and you're so much more you have so much less control over it of where when and where you hear things exactly so like i'm not going to necessarily parade around that i'm going to watch a woody allen movie but i am in control of when i do that i don't know i think it's difficult but I think it also comes down to the fact, the thing that we always say, and that is have no faves because they are going to disappoint you. Oh, you know who Kanye reminds me of? Fucking Jugmeet Singh in that way. In that quest for white acceptance. Just saying. This is the same Jugmeet Singh that, sh- that, that turned against his own people in fucking public on a national debate stage and sided with patriarchy and white supremacy fun for him <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. right yeah like that's some bullshit sure is sure is that's a motherfucking bullshit so in show notes we have a definitive timeline of kanye west controversies um 2018 and before um and basically we have a whole bunch of stuff that Kanye did and just talking about what we talked about. Um, I did not include anything on Drake or anything like that. That's kind of extra, but whatever. Anyway, what, what's going on, Aaron? What, what, what's programming look like in the next couple of weeks? So I I just want to think, I think it's important to point out that we don't usually do show notes for misogynists of the week but we did just because so much has happened over the, the time that this has been building up. And so if you aren't a paid subscriber and you don't currently have access to show notes, this is just a little bit of a taste of what to expect when you do become a fully paid subscriber and have access to all of the episodes. Um, we do provide show notes, like Erica said, for every episode. And so head to badandbitchy.com to become a subscriber. We will be back next week with our regular bullshit. And uh, listen, we're staying West because, listen, it's real messy. It's messy. Yo, we're going to talk about BC. 
And that I don't. What happened to your province? How did you take the mantle from Alberta? Well, no, you didn't because Alberta is doing some critical race theory fuck shit. But I mean, it's always kind of been messy, but it hasn't been this messy. Ooh, I love mess. I tweeted out that that <laughs> this morning <laughs> about the UK. <laughs> oh my gosh, we need to talk about the UK, by the way. So Erica, I will talk to you for next week's episode. Until then, bye! bye.